1: Big thank you to Rainbow Grocery, our favorite grocery store here in the San Francisco Bay Area, for being our sponsor because a healthy body is a sexy body. All right, everyone, and we're going to take a different spin tonight on that healthy body. Are you one of the 81% of people in the U.S. that research shows wish their doctors would talk to them about? spirituality and not just treat their body as if it were an object or a machine. Think about it. Your next doctor visit, your doctor might say to you, hey, how are you feeling? Are you part of a spiritual community? Or your doctor might say, gee, are you meditating and are you taking care of your soul? How would that feel if your doctor actually shared with you information you can use about how spirit?" helps your body. Well, our guest tonight says that this is the missing link in revolutionary, uh, excuse me, that would be revolutionizing our healthcare experience and our healthcare system. Our guest is Dr. Catherine T. Kelly, and she's written a compelling book about your soul health. So get your questions ready, and let's see how many we can answer. If you beam them to us, with your intuition, and we'll use our plunge into tonight's show and think about the state of your soul health. Mm -hmm. Now, before we get there, very important, I want to let you know that we always welcome your questions, and we are going to take some Ask Dr. Brenda questions, but here at Modern Love Training and Modern Love Radio, we are all about absolutely all about, not just the state of your soul, the state of your health, but we want your love life to be healthy, and that's what we're here for. That's why we have the Mastermind Program, True Love, True Prosperity. We have trainings once a month that are a full day, and twice a year, we do a three-day retreat, and guess what? That three-day retreat is about to happen September 11th, 12th, and 13th. will be up in beautiful ukiah california at the yakiya ranch if you are listening in time to catch that you want three days of total total reboot refresh reset rejuvenate and rejoice then you definitely want to send an email to love at docway.com. doesn't matter where you are on your journey of love or success we are here for you. That's what we exist for. So let's take the first Ask Dr. Brenda question, I'll tell you doozy. And it may sound like something very strange, but I'm going to tell you how common this is. My mother-in-law is 80 years young. She's dating a 45-year-old man. They met 18 months ago and see each other every night. On weekends, he picks her up, and they go to his place from Friday till Sunday. This man says they are very, very Compatible. (coughs) Excuse me. Well, I'm asking myself, and my husband and I are saying, What's going on? She doesn't even remember being with him the entire day before. How can I prevent my mother from being scammed? Or should I stay out of what she used to call grown people's business? Well, guess what, my dear? If your mother doesn't remember being with him, then she is at risk. She is in mental decline. And she's a prime target for something that has become so common. it's frightening and it's called romantic scamming, where predators look for an older person and say that they're dating and take that person into their confidence or get that person, take them to their confidence, and then take hold of their finances. You need to contact Adult Protective Services may have a history. The FBI and any number of law agencies are on to the scammers and are warning families of elders to look out. And I'm going to tell you to do more than look out. I'm going to say take action now and protect your mother. She can't protect herself. All right, let me tell you a little more about our guest tonight. Dr. Catherine T. Kelly is a licensed psychologist with a psychotherapy consulting practice in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. She's got 20-plus years of direct clinical experience, and she doesn't just believe in helping others to heal. Instead, her mission is to help them to evolve. I'm going to repeat that, evolve. Using her own integrative framework, which she calls the soul health model, Dr. Kelly approaches her work from a psychotherapy spiritual, perspective. She thrives as she helps her clients to reach what she calls conscious evolution as part of their soul development. Her website is com, and that's Catherine with a K,
0: kelly.com So welcome to
1: the show, Dr. Catherine. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Oh, it's a pleasure approach here at Modern Love is to take science, spirituality, and psychology and stir them all up and serve that brew. And I think you may be on the same path we're on. So define soul health for
0: us. What does that mean? Well, first and foremost, I know that a lot of your show is about creating healthy, loving relationships. And the, the number one relationship that I believe we have left out is the relationship we have with our own soul. And if you think about all Native cultures, all Native cultures very much focused on their connection with their, that deepest part of themselves with the world around them. But we've really lost sight of that in big, big ways to the point where we've actually, if you look over the generations, we've actually lost sight of what actual health is because health to most native cultures was just like what you said—it's it, a mixture of things. It's not just physical health. And so, to me, soul health is reconnecting with that your most vital ally, that inner part of you that can guide you in any given moment for what you need. But but if you ask any given person, when was the last time you listened to your gut? Most people can't say that they actually have. Most people are overthinking. Most people are very disconnected from themselves. So to me, soul health is that process of reconnecting with your soul so that you can link in with all of those branches of the human condition and create a much more radiant life. So
1: what you're saying is that we have something, if you will, installed in our gut that we can access. And you used a word the word energy. Now, what does energy have to do with the gut? How is that part of our soul? And, and just rip away. I love it.
0: Okay. Well, someone asked me um, a couple years ago what my um, definition of soul was compared to um, God, source, universe, whatever you want to call it. And my, the definition of, of soul that I use in the book is that it is the essence of who we are. And so if every single thing scientifically on this planet is a form of energy, then we have to think of our soul as that most vibrant part of ourselves, even though there's no physical location in our bodies. It's the most vibrant part of ourselves that basically guides our life from day to day. But when it comes to energy, uh, when you think about connection with source, now I'm going to say this slowly because it can get kind of confusing unless I do, When I answered um, this person who asked me what the definition of soul was to, in relation to source, God, universe, I said, it is the energetic extension of the essence of source. Now what that means is that if we really were created in the likeness of God, universe, again, whatever you call it, well, then we are an energy and an energetic extension of that but we don't use that to our biggest advantage. We don't use our inner light. We basically use society to guide us, use our parents to guide us, use rules to guide us. But how many times does that actually line up with who we are? And I think that is the biggest problem is that we don't listen to who we are at that deepest level for what we need for radiant health.
1: Interesting. So, What I'm going to say is that certainly, because I'm such a science geek, it sounds like you are too, the latest research on the human biome says that the biome does indeed, which lives in the gut and lives in the esophagus and lives in the mouth, does indeed respond to what's happening in the environment and send signals. And certainly quantum physics, Those of you who know me, you've heard me say it over and over. The first three laws of quantum physics are everything is energy. Second law, all energy is connected. The third law is all energy is magnetic. So the gut is indeed talking to us. In fact, I have to tell you, there's a, a class that was offered at the Stanford Business School called Intuitive Management, where they were doing their best to teach managers and corporate leaders how to trust their gut. And I would say also trust your heart because your heart is a seat of your intuition and talking to you all the time. So I'm curious, Dr. Kelly, how did you get interested
0: in soul health? What led you down this path? Well, I think there's different, gosh, lots of different events that have happened in my life that have led me to where I'm at now. And very quickly, I'll go back. When I was nine years old, my father had an accident that pretty much left him medically disabled. And it was, I didn't know it at the time because you're a nine-year-old, you're not really cognitively looking at this stuff. But what started happening for me was I was realizing that there are all these different parts of life that get disjointed or broken, when a person um, goes through a major event. So fast forward about 25 years when I went through graduate school and realized that most wellness models that are out there really only have six different elements to them. They don't really have the whole element of the human condition as far as I'm concerned. So being a true lover, I created this soul health model, which is really what my book explains. And this model helps people understand that there are ten key branches of the human condition that each one of us really have to figure out and um, manage according to what aligns with that inner truth, aligns with our soul, in order to feel and sense and experience radiant health. So So the key here is
1: that everybody, I'm sorry, I just want to say the key here is that you want everyone to have radiant health not just health, not just be propped up on medications, uh, pharmaceuticals, and drugs. Now, I'm not saying that there may not be a time and a place for those, and if you are on pharmaceutical medication, Dr. Kelly and I are not asking you to flush that down the toilet. You do need to have a qualified health practitioner working with you, and I'm in favor, if you're looking for a medical practitioner, look for one of the great functional medicine doctors that are out there who can help you and of course pick up dr kelly's book for more information about integrating your soul now dr kelly you were about to say that a key and it's a key sign
0: i think you were going to say of this radiant health is when we're able to do what when we are able to reconnect with that inner part of us with that soul and, and I think that is the missing link. You know, modern medicine clearly does not. Uh, now, how do we a, do
1: that? How do we do that? How do we connect with that inner link with the soul? What path are you recommending?
0: So, so I think. The, but let me go back to the whole idea of the soul health model because Tania created this as a blueprint so that each and every one of us, if we were to understand this model, and frankly, you don't even have to spend a ton of time under, looking at the model to understand it. It all comes together and makes sense. But I think that the biggest key is connecting with that inner sense of truth. But if you think, and about, how do we how do that?
1: How do we do that? That's the thing. Think, we're curious. How do we do it? Okay.
0: So so there are many ways. Number one is starting to listen to that gut level, that gut voice that is trying in, in, in terms of, uh, in, I would also say, sometimes screaming to get our attention. So our gut often is trying to tell us, yeah, this feels right to us or no, this is really wrong, but our head overpowers that. And sometimes our heart overpowers that. So first and foremost, is starting to tune the dials to start to listen to that. So do you Number mean two. do
1: you mean that the heart, the part of us that's lonely and longing for love, will say, you know that person isn't right, but you go, but I'm so lonely, I just want to be with them. I'm lonely Absolutely. and horny, so I have to go there. Okay. So Absolutely. everybody Because you're lonely and horny is no reason to not listen to your your gut, because you end up right. in a much
0: healthier situation if you listen. Yes, and if your gut is telling you this is bad, but your head's like, but I'm going to do it anyway, well, then you're not listening to your soul. Okay, got it.
1: Now, I know (laughs) that you also say self-love is one of the important pathways. How do you take self-love
0: and blend that with listening to your soul? How do these come together? Okay, so number one, think about every single concern that humans deal with and struggle with. Because if you think about whether it's self-esteem, whether it's body image, whether it's trust, whether it's whatever, there's always a lack of self-love that creates that discomfort. And so if we get to that point, if we work on our soul health, if we really balance out every aspect of our lives, there's no need to have those trust issues or those body image concerns or whatever it might be. And and so to me, you know, I, I jokingly say that I think I figured out the key to the universe because if every single person had self-love, we would have none of the problems we have on this planet.
1: Well, I agree with you on that because self-love, one of the marks of self-love is you're okay with everybody else having self-love, yeah. having a good life, and there's no need to grab it all for yourself and indulge in more and more and more because you're not going to take it with you. Now, one of the things you also recommend as a practice for self-love is when you go to the cupboard to eat, when
0: you're not hungry, to ask yourself a crucial question. Yes. Is this what my, my heart and soul need, or is this something that I'm doing for comfort? Is this something that I'm doing to squash down something that is gnawing away at me intellectually or emotionally? It's always going to that deepest level of who you are in order to get the answer that will always put you on that track for radiant living.
1: So that question boils down to, will I love myself more or less after I eat this? Exactly. And then what- To say, well, I love myself more, okay, I'll eat it, or I love myself less, then you have the strength to walk away. So what do we do if we're hemming and hawing about hitting the gym?
0: Uh, What can we do? Same concept. Same concept. I think, number one, quit talking yourself out of it and just ask yourself, am I going to feel better about myself and my situation after I do it? Most people cannot deny that they would. And so it's getting out of your head, getting sometimes out of your heart, and then, again, getting to that gut reaction because your gut reaction is always going to lead you right.
1: So this is one that relates to that earlier question about this daughter who is concerned about her mother. How do you give yourself a little self-love nudge if there's something you know you need to do but
0: you don't want to do? Uh, I think number one is to look at it in terms of regret, which is very similar, I think, to am I going to love myself more or less after I do or don't do this. My 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 major mission for folks is to get to the end of their lives with as little regret as possible, because what that means is that you are trusting yourself, you're listening to yourself, you are aligning your life for radiant living. If this woman is going to regret not doing something, which she likely would, then she is going to be basically misaligning herself from her truth. So she is going to, it's going to nag at her until she actually does something or until something goes really badly. So, it, a form of self love or soul health, really the same thing, would be to make a call, to really uh, talk to her mother, to set some really good boundaries in terms of who this person is and whether or not she can really see him. Because yeah, if see, she's I, not remembering. I, I, I,
1: say i'm not sure that um a call to her mother is going to do it because her mom's not remembering so Mm -hmm. i just want to say that uh you may not have caught that part of the question um it it seems to me it's time to call in the authorities i don't think mom's going to be able to set boundaries and once an elder is in the grips of a scammer they really can't think clearly they can't that's why we
0: have all these elder
1: abuse protection laws Yeah, and in fact,
0: you don't have to be an elderly person in order to be in the grips of a a scammer, but, you know, I agree. I think you have to protect.
1: Yeah, that is true. You do not have to be an elderly person. All you have to be is lonely, horny, and think that you don't deserve love or can't find it for a scammer to get a grip on you. So everything you're saying, Dr. Kelly, points toward strengthening our self-love as part of listening to our souls, as part of listening to our gut.
0: Yes. And in fact, you know, some of the other words that I use are, are basically soul evolution, that, you know, we stumble over the human condition over and over and over again. We repeat patterns. We, we create situations where, you know, we're, we're kind of going through the same feelings or the same thoughts. But that's why I say it's not enough for me to help someone heal. I want to help them evolve beyond their situation of the human condition because that's where we reach a a much higher level of soul health. So what you're saying is we're
1: really evolving from self-sabotage to self-love when you say a higher condition. And we're not repeating those patterns over and over. And you guys, you know what patterns we're talking about. I've been on that train picking the same kind of person over and over until I got enough evolutionary help from therapists and trainings and retreats and, you know, being able to work with spiritual teachers. We all need that. And, you know, the word for what Dr. Kelly is pointing to is repeating things compulsively. And if you're over the age of 25, you already know what your love pattern is. All you have to do is look at the people you've chosen And ask, gee, is there anything about these people that feels the same? They may look different, but you end up feeling the same. So, Dr. Kelly, when you look at people who are caught in a repetitive cycle of sabotaging themselves, how do you make the link between those emotions that trigger self-sabotage and soul health
0: in our intimate relationships? And number one is I, I always talk about evolution, but I always talk about what are, what are you supposed to be learning from your discomfort? You know, what is it that your discomfort, which to me is your soul's way of trying to get your attention, what is it that you're, you're supposed to be learning from this situation? Because, and I talk to people all the time about the fact that if we weren't uncomfortable, we would not be growing. We would not be evolving. And evolution is not a comfortable thing in many ways. But it is something that leads us down the path to a much healthier life. So it's it's helping people understand that whatever those Grand Hog Day type events are, whatever they keep repeating there's lessons in there. There's golden nuggets, and it could be back to abandonment issues as a kid. It could be um, someone hurt them way, way, way back, and so they keep putting themselves in situations that are sabotaging because they don't believe Yeah, where they, they get deserve. abandoned or
1: where we yeah. get abandoned or we get yeah. hurt in our childhood split. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Or they so continue one to the... be
0: abused. So how
1: do, we, how do we break free? We say, okay, this is a lesson. I get it. I keep doing it over and over. There's something here I need to learn. I am in excruciating pain. I need to get the lesson. Do I ever get to a point where we have evolved enough that it doesn't have to be freaking
0: painful to get our intention? <laughs> yes. In fact, I think that is the, the main goal. And, you know, I tell people that we have to get tired of, enough of ourselves or our situations in order to truly commit to moving beyond them. Because, you know, why else would we have any motivation? So, yes, we can move beyond them, but sometimes we have to stick our toes back in the water one or two more times to go, oh, wait a minute, I hadn't learned that part of it and I hadn't learned this part of it. But once you learn it, you evolve beyond it and then you enter into a whole new dimension of whether it's a love relationship, whether it's a relationship with yourself, whether it's, you know, whatever it is that that you're having to break free from. And, you know, that's the whole point of healing and evolution is to really move beyond those old glitches that, uh, you know, we, we continue to get snagged with.
1: Yeah, and one of the ways I want to add this, this is something that I teach all of our students and participants in our trainings, is if you want to know where your love patterns come from, sit down and take a look at how you felt as a child, what happened in your parents' love life, what happened in their parents' love life? Because what we're finding now is going back five generations, literally, the patterns mm-hmm. are in our DNA. And mm-hmm. I have a friend, uh, Chief Philip Scott, who's actually going to be with us at our retreat in September, who says DNA stands for descendants and ancestors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, yes, what, I, what is your final word? You get the last word, we're almost done. What do you want people to take away from your work? And please give everyone the name of your book again. And everyone, Dr. Kelly's website is com. Spelled out, that's Catherine with a K. What do you want us to take away?
0: I think first of all is that Radiant Health is basically ours if we want it. And radiant health does not necessarily mean that we are going to be in perfect physical health. What it means is that we are going to have a conscious perspective on moving forward and evolving. And, you know, the soul health model that I've created really is that blueprint to help people from time to time look at their lives and just say, gosh, you know what, I need to tweak this branch a little bit and I need to tweak this branch a little bit. But we also have to remember that evolution is a process and health is a process. So, you know, there is no such thing as absolute perfect health, but there is that conscious and heightened and radiant living if we yeah. have to look at life in a different way. And that's what this is all about is helping you develop your soul into a healthy part of you so that you can move forward no matter what. And when we
1: talk about health, we are talking about the health of the body, the emotions, the mind, as well as, of course, your spirit. And all of that leads to a healthy love life, Modern Lovers. So thank you, Dr. Catherine. What's the name of that book again?
0: It is Soul Health Aligning with Spirit for Radiant Living. And you can either get it on my website, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, or your local bookstores.
1: And we love our local bookstores, everybody. They're all disappearing, so go out there real time. Pick up this book. You know we're all about building libraries here at Modern Love. And I want to thank our producers. Cliff Dunning is our associate producer. LeGron Green is our wonderful executive producer. Coming up next week, we have emotional eating with Renee Jones. And, of course, you are invited to hit reset our annual fall retreat where you get to refresh, rejuvenate, and rejoice. And with myself and our special guest, Three days devoted to you and your soul evolution, and especially evolving your love and your prosperity. Hit me back at love at docway.com. That's love at D-O-C-W-A-D-E dot com, everybody. Would love to be with you there. All right. Until then, I send you love and blessings, modern lovers. Work on that soul. Help.